For your Saturday morning, we've got you covered with all things sport with a side of carry-on. Calling on my friends for the weekend. This is what we're going to do. Triple M's Weekend Huddle. Nestle in. In a semi-disorderly manner. Ryan Daniels, Danny Shuey and Tom Atkinson. Take it away. Welcome to it. Saturday morning, a bit wet and uh, dreary outside this morning. Plenty of rain coming down. We're in the Triple M Towers. I say good morning to Ryan and to Danny. The Triple M Towers. I it like makes that. this place feel a lot more fancier yeah, than what it is. I like Very the idea corporate. of a tower. We're right at the top floor of the tower, are we? <laughs> we are. No, there's one more. No, no there's, there's one more. Where there's the coffee machine one. is, the all-important coffee machine oh, on right. a Saturday yeah, morning. Gotcha. The pool table. How the pool are table you? up there. How are you both? <laughs> How are you both? Arcade machine. Arcade machine. Jeez. Yeah, he's never really been up there and embraced the building for what it is. You've no, got to get in, you don't really come to Friday drinks with the team an or anything. You just and an out. Yeah. Presses level two. Oh, yeah. Doesn't go near anybody else. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I don't want to bother anybody. Really. How also, are you want, both? And also, I don't want to talk good. to anybody. I'm good. Are you well? Big day for my baby today. What happened to little? What happened with little Luca overnight, Tommy? Luca. Your my horse child. is running today. Oh, Odenaka. your horse. <laughs> yes. Jeez. The he real, said something the, spewed on you. I didn't yeah. realise it was the horse. The real love of his yeah. life. Yes. Yeah. Back at uh, <laughs> race one today. At where? Odenaka at Belmont. Okay. Odenaka. Oh. I'll be there. Write that down. Come on Odin down. Arca. Is he going to win? You oh, horse yeah. racing. You horse race lovers are a different breed. There you go. I'm very excited. Oh, that's oh, good. Look at that. that's one really good. race a year that stops my world, <laughs> and it's on November 7. Is it? Luke gives me a little bit of... Is that the Melbourne Cup? It's the first Tuesday. Maybe yeah, it so changes can't. every year. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, whatever, we're going boys. nowhere fast here. <laughs> hey, um, big show coming up. Big uh, day for the Dockers. Now, Bob Murphy, superstar yes. down there at Freo. He'll be joining us. Just he inducted is. into the Western Bulldogs Hall of Fame, Rhino. Uh, he was, and it's impossible to talk to Bob Murphy without then feeling better about the world after it. It's impossible. Well, he just has a calmness. The man is on the show after 9.30 today, and he brings with him four tickets four. to tonight's match against Essendon. Oh. So you'll have to be listening to the mm. show to score those. Take the kids or take three of your scullywag mates down there tonight. Well, definitely take your mates. Make yep. sure you harass Rhino tonight. on the boundary. Uh, <laughs> plus, you on the boundary again tonight? I am. <laughs> just looking for that weather to just... Another wet weather over, <laughs> Rhino. Get your rain jacket ready. Oh, why? <laughs> Uh, we'll get stuck into the footy from last night. Plus, Rhino is bringing in a special guest, oh, a world wait. record holder. Cannot wait. And One of your running mates. Oh, we're runners. We're both runners. <laughs> 92.9 Triple M. <laughs> 92.9 Triple M. It's your weekend huddle for a Saturday morning with Ryan Moneybags Daniels, uh, Danny Shuey, and myself, Tommy Atkinson. Jeez. I saw what you drove in today, straight oh, out of the uh, really? workshop at Mad Inc. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, Looking if you, get it, fly. If you want to look fly, Mad Inc. is <laughs> where you want to be. Just a nice little polish, it'll come out looking brand new, better than new. The benefits of having them on board as a as a sponsor for the uh, weekend huddle. We love the team there. If we can get to it today, mm. I've done a bit of a special investigation Yeah. involving someone of the Triple M family. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. A special investigation. Could be Danny. Juicy. Could be either of you. Okay. Could be someone else in a different show. Okay. Someone over East. All right. Let's just say it's one of you. All right. Okay. Uh, last night at the footy, <laughs> uh, the second match for the round, and, uh, well, Ross Lyon wasn't very happy after St Kilda got mm. touched up by the Lions. Now gets through to hit, would pick that up beautifully. Big anchor, right foot snap. Is Rayner. That's a good kick. Oh. Top shelf. Cam Rayner. Berry towards Hipwood. Makes good contact. From Eric Scott. Four. What was the ball for? Oh, he's out the back. He's not injured now. Charlie plays on. Kicks the goal, right on the siren. Brisbane with a 10th win of the season. 
The Brisbane Lions are up to third on the ladder now, winning in Melbourne, Ooh. not the MCG. You know, they would love mm. to win there, I think. But Marble Stadium, you'll take it. And St Kilda, uh, they sort of hung around. It was a real St Kilda-y kind of yeah. game. The kind of game you're sitting there waiting for something to happen and it doesn't. Um, I think the difference was Eric Hipwood, who looked like he was sort of having a bit of a breakout game. Finally. Yeah, we waited to see from Eric Hipwood. You know, how old do you reckon Eric Hipwood is? I'm going to go 20, uh, 25. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I feel like we've been waiting for him to... I wish you let me answer. What would you have said? Oh, about, yeah, I was going to say about 25. Oh, okay, right. Oh, yeah, like, don't ask the bloke that knows a lot. He's like Rain Man when it comes to footy stats and (laughs) plays bios. Sorry. 28-point win Mm. to the Brisbane Lions. They're in third. Uh, uh, St Kilda have now fallen to sixth. And if they keep going this way, obviously they're going to tumble right out of the eight. Um, How do we feel about St Kilda now, Tommy? Uh, Making up the numbers, Rhino. I think so, too. I think so, too. And Ross Lyon... After the game, obviously wasn't too happy with the result. He's getting peppered about, you know, whether or not he was back to his best last he night. He was. He was in the, the, when Ross is up against it and he's pushed into a corner, and you're in that press conference. It's it, one. It's fantastic viewing. Two. It's terrifying if you're the journo. It's terrifying because he goes at you. Let's have a listen. I don't know if this is appropriate. Sometimes people are for conspiracy where there's just stupidity, right? Like, or in this case, poor form. So look, I I don't think you can compare it. Like. I think it's apples and oranges a bit. But, like, on in, in a raw, I don't think it's a binary answer. So what's the question? Does it, Did does it, it play in their heads a little bit, though? Like, when it's happened before and then it sort of... No, like I wouldn't have thought so. Again, no, not unless they listen. Well, he sounds, like, been... he sounds like me after a few drinks. <laughs> 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 Out the back of... When you, when you go to a Ross presser, you got to be ready because when he's up, as I said, when he's up against it, you'll ask yeah. him and you'll say, you know, Ross, what happened in that third quarter? And if he's really ticked off, he'll go, well, what do you think happened? It and then you, back on you. Then you've got to have an before. answer. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be on. You've got to be always on. I had, do we have time, Tommy? Can I tell a little story? You can keep going. You know, yeah. Ross? Uh, so this was towards the end of his time at, at Fremantle, yeah. right? Last, probably last couple of months. He was under the pump. And I was there for a press conference. And, uh, you know, I was, for some reason, I must have been recording the audio for a radio station, yeah. probably Triple M. Um, <laughs> and so I had to put my phone on the lectern there. Like a, a lot of people do, they record the audio. So I've put it there, and as I've put the phone down, Ross is standing right next to me, and it's popped up with a message from one of our producers saying, can you make sure you ask Ross dot, dot, dot? You couldn't see the rest of it. And he's seen the message, and he's like, well, go on, open it up. I was like, oh, oh man, this could be. I had no idea what was in that message, right? No oh, idea. There's all sorts wanted... of stuff swirling around at that yeah, time. Yes. Yeah. So did you show him what the, what the producer said? Well, oh, no, no. And he goes, no, no, go on, go on. We'll do it. And I was like, oh, oh boy. So I opened up oh, the message. Yeah. And luckily it was something so obvious that I yeah. would have asked anyway. It was yeah. like, can you ask about, you know, some injury or something, whatever. But my heart stopped for about 15 seconds straight. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I can answer that. Jeez, you're lucky, like you're lucky that's but popped I, up on I, your phone. I stressed <laughs> hard because at that yeah. point it could have been anything. He was under the palm. There was all these rumours <laughs> swirling around. And I was like, this could be the end of me. He could you're kill me right ranch, now. Right? Yeah. 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 I would have gone full shame. <laughs> you never go full shame. Hey, a big game for West Coast and Sydney this afternoon. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about it a little bit later on. Yeah, we'll get to but, that. Uh, They're going to break a uh, long hoodoo. Yeah. How many years? I was in year 11. Put it Is that it way, SCG. Tommy. SCG. Yeah, they, yes. It's been a very, I think it was, is it with the 90s? Not, 1999. How old were you in 1999? Nine. Uh, Tommy? 
17. Tis Pete Murray. <laughs> Tommy, 21. My 21st. <laughs> Triple M. Uh, the sun's just starting to poke through now, but I think there'll be showers scattered around for most of today. I feel like they'll finish just before the footy starts, won't they? Well, won't they? you would hope so, because you're out on the boundary <laughs> in the, the islands show- The showers looking at the radar will stop, yes. and then the thunderstorms and lightning oh, will right, be just great. pelting Excellent. down at about 5.30. Oh, just it's on not, the wing there. Not right. ideal right. conditions. <laughs> just on the broadcast wing. <laughs> off the stadium. One cloud. Hey, uh, Bob Murphy's coming up after 9 o'clock. He's a very interesting cat yes. from the Fremantle Football Club. And if you listen in closely and participate today, you could score yourself four tickets to mm. the big game tonight. Beautiful. Nice of you to give people some bombers. box tickets. Um, I nearly didn't come in to work today. What? I nearly didn't come in today. And I have a pretty important public service announcement because I think people, am I allowed to sort of defame a brand, Is this so brand, kids in cars? Maybe just say a, a popular tuna brand. A popular tuna brand. <laughs> completely stuffed my insides yesterday. So about 1.30pm, Georgia was having her nap and Ollie was wanting to do a puzzle. So I cracked a can of tuna open. I contemplated ordering Uber Eats, you know, because I was a bit of a busy mum yesterday. Didn't. Went the tuna in the pantry that had been there. And it's tuna chilli, which I don't mind because it's got a little bit of a spice to it. Sure. Now, it was hot and they had a whole red chilli inside within the can. It's got the oil in it. So it's the oil's hot, the chilli's hot, the tuna's hot. That spicy tuna. So I've eaten that. Didn't think anything of it. Went on with the day. About 9pm last night, it hit. <laughs> now, it hit in a big way, boys. Like, this is not an exaggeration. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch and my stomach just started this intense rumble oh. like you've never felt before. I thought I had gastro and I thought, I'm, I'm crook here. And because I'd taken the kids to an indoor play centre in the morning, I thought, well, there's your breeding ground for gastro, right? Yep. My stomach went. And then what came after the stomach? Well, you would know, okay? Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire styles. (laughs) I rushed to the toilet and it was the most excruciating pain. I would put it second to labour. Jesus. Second to labour. No, I was bad. Now, mum stayed the night. Luke's in Sydney, of course, to play today. And I, like a baby, have gone out to my mum and gone, mum, I need help. I've never been in so much pain. I started suggesting the Vaseline. Oh, my goodness. I started suggesting the Vaseline. (laughs) And mum's mom, panicking, going, I'm not doing that. You're 32 years old. Yes, this, <laughs> this was Johnny. me last night. I have a question. Yes. Are you or are you not wearing a nappy right now? <laughs> I am not wearing a nappy right now. The pain has subsided, but for a good 30 minutes last night, excruciating. So public health announcement there. Just watch yourself with a whole can of tuna. But, you know, I've got this I've had this thing on tuna for it's a while. Funny, Tommy. Why is all of society okay Tuna's with no good. warm fish in it's a can awful. sitting on the supermarket shelf for yeah. six months? Then we buy it. We buy yeah, like six cans, no. even though we know we're not going to eat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. stick it in the cupboard for another six months. Then we just whip it out and eat it. No, no, I know. Well, t- mate, would I'm you do be... that with any other food? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. And I've got a bit of PTSD, so watch how you're saying. Here you go, a trigger warning. Here you go. The ring of fire. Oh, that was me last night. And you know what? I actually reverted to texting my friend who's a dental hygienist thinking, well, she's into the medical, relatively in the medical world. What would she suggest? Because I was in how much pain and she's gone... I don't know, Dan, the pseudo cream. She's suggesting nappy rash creams from the kids. To she made a filling? Help. Yeah. Tell you yeah. What, as long as she didn't say get the get the drill out, Dan, you're going you're I going, didn't need it, like, because, yeah, anyway, bad. Shano's anyway. just going to get you an ice pack. Producer Shano, <laughs> you can have a seat on that one. <laughs> I don't need anything warm to sit on, put it that way. And Luke's away. Danny plays. Yes. Nice evening. Far Shout out, out to your mum.
Yeah, I know. Doing all the hard Stella yards. keeping it all together for me. Good way to spice Jeez. up your life. <laughs> hey, the Fever play in the minor semi-final Speaking tomorrow. Let's chat up. about it next. Okay, 92.9 Triple M, it's your weekend huddle. 92.9 Triple M, it's your weekend huddle for a Saturday morning. The roads are wet this morning, so take care if you're heading off to uh, Junior Sport. I always see them down there at uh, my local park, big soccer park down there at Britannia. Oh, yeah. In Mount Hawthorne? Yeah, oh, nice. It must, must be, be nice, nice, Tommy. Don't worry. Getting around the kids on In Mount Hawthorne? We're in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's only just had a child. So what was Tommy what you doing? Just you take the pram outside. down with the dog and you just take get around the dog to the down there. He's dreaming of what his son's yeah, future is going to be. You want a sportsman, don't you? Oh, yeah, but I also want to be in Mount Hawthorne, but we're in June, Dana. So What's I wrong just, with June Danner? I just walk across to the uh, nice part of town. <laughs> Get out of town, mate. June Danner is the hood and it's where it's at. I used to do the some... same when I was in Glendalow. I used to just come over to Mount Hawthorne. People, yeah, people say around. to me, so whereabouts do you live? And I say, June Danner. I can throw a rock onto Mount Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the West Coast Eagles play today. Mm-hmm. Massive game of football. Well, probably not really, Ryan. Well, I know. We always say it's a massive game of football, but is it or isn't it? Um, the Sydney Swans, I think it's a big game for them. I think Callum Mills and Isaac Heaney coming back for them. Their season's gone like a busted ass. They have mate, lost They lost the grand final by like, 81 it's going points. going like Danny last night. Correct. <laughs> yeah, they had some chili tuna on grand final day and they haven't recovered. Uh, go. No. Why is it not a big game for West Coast? Oh, look, like I just think that their season. a chance no, today because it's 15th no, and 18th. Not. Danny. Zero well, chance, Danny. Hang on a sec. If yeah. they're going to have a, a game this season Damn. to have a genuine crack. That's in about a month's time against North no, Melbourne. No, no, no. Look, I, I agree with you. They're going to get less spifflicated than they have been. I actually think it's not going to be a 122-point blowout. I think okay. with a couple of names back, Luke's had another game. Elliot mm-hmm. Yo's had another game. You've got uh, Barris back, Duggan back. You're starting to get some guys back, right? Mm-hmm. So that the bleeding is going to be less than your night last night from your. <laughs> I did not bleed, by the way. That is um, disgusting. So it won't be as bad as <laughs> yes, that. Okay. But I'd still think that they're massive outsiders. Sydney need to kickstart their season right now, or it's over. Like they need to go on a crazy run mm. right now to even be considered a possibility for finals. And we see this quite often. Teams get murdered in a grand final, and they really struggle to come back. Um, yesterday you were on breakfast and you mentioned how long it had been since West Coast had, um, mm. was it 99? 1999. Ben Cousins got the three votes. Scotty Cummings kicked five. Tony Lockett was playing Plugger. in that game. Plugger. And you played some of the music, like the top songs in that yeah, time and it was yeah. Man by Number 5, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get sent the rundown from the rush hour and so yesterday it came through. Embers, uh, 410 break. This is how long it's been. 1999, the top song, Man by Number Five. It just, it's stolen your gear on it. Oh, maybe it's just an organic idea. Oh. Embers and I are both very smart. We're both on the same wavelength. Oh, we want to come back to you saying the word spifflicated. Yeah. What does spifflicated mean? Like anni- annihilated. Spifflicated. That, I've yeah. never heard Probably that. Probably have to credit life. that to Adrian Barrich. That's a, that's a barrow word. Spifflicated. Yeah, when you get spifflicated. Spi- like last night, the tuna, you got spifflicated by yeah. the tuna. Don't Which want to change the, the, uh, to the West Coast, Spifflicated. West Coast Fever won't be doing mm. tomorrow because they're in good shape in their semi-final. That's right. Sold now, out tomorrow. Well, so the loser of the game tomorrow against the Melbourne Vixens, they bow out for the season. Done. Right? But Cooked. the winner goes through to the second semi mm. and they verse the loser of today's game against the Swifts and the Thunderbirds. Yeah, so, so that... That's the, a big one. Fever playing the Vixens. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, they've played twice this year. Do you know what the margin's been in those games? I'm going to say, because you're asking us, I'm going to mm-hmm. say one goal each time. 
you're right, Tommy. If this were the quiz, Tommy would be flying right now. They've gone. They've split the difference, one win each, but both by just a goal. So you know it's going to be a thriller. Oh, well, they've got the home court advantage as well, yeah. and there's yeah. a plenty of tickets still available. I had a look Is on there, Ticket Tech. So did you know they on. have sold all their memberships, and they're averaging the largest crowd of any team this season, over okay. ten thousand. Get around them. Cool. They always do. They're they're great support. The great Sunday them. afternoon, RSC Arena. So um, get on board the Fever. The Fever. Mm-hmm. It's the place to be tomorrow. Good day. Go to the footy today. Then the Fever tomorrow. A little bit of a double. Great. Perfect. Ryan will be at both on the boundary tonight and at the Fever tomorrow. Hey, coming up, the uh, d- new WA <laughs> world record holder. I lo- I'm in love with this man. I've got you had your man crush on your full drive bloke last week. Yeah, this guy is. I can. I have not been able to wrap my head around this bloke all week. We'll replay it a little bit later. But if you've missed it, Ryan's a bit of an avid runner himself. So oh, this yeah. is one of his mates on his on his, on his uh, speed dial yeah. list. Yeah. Phil Gore. I cannot believe Perth is home to a world record holder. We're, not not one. Two stories on the news. Yeah. Ryan this did. week. This yeah, week. Yeah. And I would have done a third. Well, thank you for finally bringing some of your seven news content to the studios. I'll tell you what. 92.9 Triple M. Fat Boy Slim there. He's playing at Coachella, which I think is this weekend. Danny, you'd be. Uh, Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. Funny name, isn't it? Because it's yeah. kind of like a. I reckon you're the first person to think of that. If you're a fat boy, but you're slim. I reckon there's uh, Danny's the kind of person we'll see her at Coachella once, like yeah. wearing all the oh, for I sure. will fancy plan my gear. outfits, three days, social you know. media. I can see it. I'm all over social media. Uh, yeah. Coming up after mm. nine o'clock, Bob Murphy from Bob Murphy from the Western Western Bulls, Fremantle Dockers, <laughs> beautifully. We'll be filling us in before the game today, Rhino. Yes, we will. But first, we have got a very special guest. I'm very excited. Now, some background here. Phil Gore is this guy's name. He's waiting online, but I'm going to pump him up before he comes on. Yeah. On Saturday, last Saturday, a week ago, he started running. Yeah. And he didn't stop running yeah, until Tuesday he afternoon. He really didn't. Yeah. Now, that's 680 kilometres in four days. 102 laps of a 6.7K course. The rule basically is you run the 6.7Ks, yeah. you finish it. You get as long as a gap as you've got, then you run on the hour again. So you might get 15 minutes. You might get 20 minutes. I have so many questions to ask about how this works. Non-stop running for four days. Perfect, because we have Phil on the phone. We have Phil on the phone. But before we get Phil on the phone, Rhino, you know Phil well. And I want to ask you if he might be a part of your run club, because on last week's show... You told us this. I'm crawling up this hill in Mount Lawley. A 12-year-old girl runs past me, sprints past me, yeah. and then another one. Yeah. And then suddenly there's about 60 of them sprinting oh, past. I've inadvertently entered like a running club, and even the kids at the back, the straggler, even those guys were catching me <laughs> at the back of the hill. How's your running going? Oh, look, ignore that, Phil. Phil, you're on the Hello, line. Phil. Let's move past it. Uh, from one runner to another, obviously we're both elite runners and um, Phil all jokes aside how are you doing mate I know yesterday you couldn't get out of bed still how do you recover from something like that 680 k's in four days yeah um, I haven't been back out running it yet Um, legs are a little bit stiff yeah, so some of these events I can get out and run the next day, but yeah, yeah this one obviously being a lot more than what I've, I've done in the past, so it's, it's taken me a little bit longer. Phil, congratulations. You broke the world record. You are the king of the backyard, which is huge, and it's great that you're a Perth boy too. Can you can you tell us how long does that recovery look like for you? Uh, well, I'm hoping to be back running probably within a week <sighs> and then back to my normal training routine within two or three weeks. I would never run. I'd never be able to run again. No, no. Now, now, Phil, can you explain to us, right? So I sort of briefly touched on it, but you, when do you eat? When do you sleep? Mm. When do you do 
your business in the bathroom. Yeah. How do you do all of this stuff while you're running these for, for four days straight? How does it work? Yeah, so you've got one hour to do 6.7 Ks. So if you do that um, in 45 minutes, that leaves you 15 minutes to oh, do all those other things. Okay. So, but the, the so sleep in particular would be the big one. Yeah, so on the on the night laps, I'll try and do those laps a bit quicker. If I can get it done in under about in under 40 minutes, and then that'll leave me 15 to 20 minutes to, to sleep and do whatever else I need to do. But, Phil, how do you mentally just switch off for sleep? Like, I can imagine that would be quite hard to do. Yeah, I've, I've done a few of these now that I've gotten um, pretty good at it. And especially when you get really deep into the race, you're just at that point where you're so tired anyway that all you need to do is close your eyes and you fall asleep. Phil, I have one question. Why? Why, 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 why would anyone want to run this far? That's when I first saw the story. Hey, I'm like, why massive, would you do it? It's a massive yeah, mental it's just test. insane. It's mental. I, I ask myself that same question sometimes, yeah. especially yeah, getting into the deep end of these races. I'm like, why did I sign up for this again? But it's just really about pushing your body, um, finding out like what your limits are. Like you might think that you can only do a marathon or a hundred k's mm. or whatever it is, but you sign up for one of these events and you you get to that distance and you feel like you can keep going and you just discover that you're capable of so much more than than what you originally thought. Yeah. So it's just yeah about pushing your body and finding those limits and yes and how far you can go. Another unique thing about this, Phil, I understand, is you had a guy, Sam Harvey, running with you. He's a New Zealand guy. And yep. then Harvey Lewis from the USA as well. Now, you, you can only go one more lap than the guy who finishes second, right? So once once Sam was out at 101 laps, you could only do one more. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So he yeah he got to 101, and then I'm only allowed to do one more oh, to, so ta- if, to take the win. So if you have someone else who's running with you and they're no good... Yeah, you, you can only you do like 10 laps. Record. Yeah, you can't, there's nowhere near the record. So you need someone yeah. to push you, right? Yeah, yeah. you need two people to, to get to that record. Jeez, it's ha- a real well, test of mental strength, it? is, isn't but it? Danny, my first question in response to that is, Phil, how far could you have gone? If, yes. if someone had been Forrest out to run with stops. you, were you done or could you have kept going? At that point, I could have kept going. Um, <laughs> but like my, I, never, I never set myself any goals or limits. Um, like the, the world record that was sort of a, a milestone on my plan, but it wasn't the end of my plan. My plan went up to 143 hours. Um, and, oh, yeah, yeah, just I don't know what, it, what I would have done if I got to that 143 hours, but that was well beyond what the what I was kind of expecting the event would get to anyway. So I kind of, I kind of planned to that sort of territory where I don't think the event will go. Um, just so any anywhere sort of short of that, yeah. I'll be prepared to get to. Fill my PBs 1.5Ks, <laughs> and um, as I'm pounding the pavement, <laughs> as I'm pounding the pavement, I sort of say to myself, you know, my mind over body, mind over body. That's what goes through my head because it is so much more about up here than what's going on down there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, see? Yeah. Phil agrees, guys. How well, does Luke put up with you at home yeah, with I don't, these I, ridiculous <laughs> Those road trips are coming in uh, handy. Um, Phil, I'm training for a marathon, right? Oh, so no, this is one, getting worse. One runner to a it's another. not about either um, of you. A, 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 what advice would you give me? Because you've just run, what, 16 of them in four days. Mm. I just want to do one. Yeah. What's your advice? Um, just don't go out too fast at the start. Um, just focus on the experience, not necessarily about how fast you're going to go. Just enjoy it. Um, and, yeah, with your, with your training, you probably want to do your biggest long run probably four weeks before four and weeks. then about okay. two weeks before. You, you cut your training right back down. Oh. 
Um, yeah, just have two weeks to take. He's taking notes. Oh, I'm taking notes. This is an ex- world, world record about, holding expert. About the journey. Not the destination. Phil, you are absolutely incredible. Congratulations on breaking the world record. And honestly, we are happy to call you Perth's own because that's huge. Amazing effort. Thanks, guys. Well done, Phil. And guys, I understand Phil is going to the US later this year for another race. And apparently there's a couple of Belgian blokes there who are going to be able to push him to who knows where. We're going to find out just how far Phil can go. Firefighter by day. Yep. Australian endurance runner by every other day. Does that even make sense? No, absolutely get what I'm trying not. to say. Not at all. Hey, uh, Good next, <laughs> next up, we're going to play Beat the Huddle. So one triple three five three. If you'd like to take on Ryan or Danny, Danny, best of five quiz. Probably pick Danny. Um, up for grabs today. A hundred bucks to spend at Market City Ooh. Meats. Of course, wet weather. You can go out, put the, oh, uh, smoker. the barbie Ooh, smoker yeah. under the, yeah, get yourself a big T bone oh, or a smell brisket. Of that. You hate your next door neighbours when they up. have one of those. So are. one triple three five yeah, three. If you'd like to play, uh, Sean's questions were good last week. Our producer so much better. Stepped it up. Hope she stepped it up again today. One triple three five three. If you'd like to play, up to gra- up for grabs. A hundred bucks to spend at Market City Meats. Keep us updated on how your marathon prep goes. Seventeen yeah. k's yesterday. We're getting up there. Look, Look out. You. And Bob Murphy after nine, 92.9, Triple Amateur Weekend Huddle. A hot gossip going on in studio today, isn't there? Yeah. When the mics are off. Oh, you too. The stuff. Do you know they always label women as bitchy? Oh, do you reckon that was bitchy? Hey, no, I think that, I, no, 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 you're not, I wouldn't call you guys bitchy, but... I definitely don't think women are bitchy. I think women sometimes, are fantastic. Oh, so, yes, thank you. But come on, mate. sometimes there's that stereotype that, you know, it's odd, she's bitchy or bitchy. Men are bitchy. And we'll save that for another episode because I will, I will tell you why you're both bitchy. Okay. I have no idea what's going on right now. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, play let's do this. <laughs> oh, it's go time. Brilliant stuff. Big battle. Big moment. All right, it's our best of five quiz. You can take on Ryan or Danny mm. and win yourself 100 bucks to spend at Market City Meats. It's just a bit of background. I'm undefeated for the year. Danny, I don't think, has won at all. I have won. No, I won yeah. last week. Yeah, but that was bad, though. Last week was ordinary. You what? won by default. Don't have a crack at our weekend huddle listeners that have a go at this game. He <laughs> just had a little bit more research to do, and I told him to call back and play again today, but yeah. he hasn't. So. Market City meets mm. the heart of the Canning Vale markets and the largest retail butcher shop in WA, supplying families fresh meat for over 35 years. Go see Tim down there. Yep. Tell him Danny sent you. And uh, they'll look after you with some big slabs of meat. Uh, and some nice Italian sausages. Adam is in Helena Valley. Good morning, Adam. Hey, Ads. Good morning. Hello, mate. How are you going? And uh, big morning for you. You've gotten through. You're ready to, to win $100 worth of meat from Market City our friends meat. at Market Come City on, Meats. Uh, and you're going to take on Danny, mate. Are you a smart man, Adam? Who are you going to take on? Yeah, I think the odds are... Very clever. If you know I go what? against you, I'll go for Danny. Yeah. Take, no, take that's me smart on, move. Adam. Take okay. me on, Adam. People so, tried to be too clever and they found out the hard yeah, way. That, Adam. Uh, she's the easy one I'll to get to. I'll hand the questions to Ryan. He will be okay. your quiz master. Now, Adam, your name is your buzzer. It's a best of five or first of three. We've got nine questions today, so if we get there, oh, let's hope we wrap it up. Settle in for a good 30 minutes of radio. <laughs> no, nice right, right. and quickly. All right, Adam, be nice and quick. Yell out, Adam. Question okay. number one, Rhino. Okay. You ready? Mm. Which St Kilda player had the most disposals in last night's clash against Brisbane? Danny. Steel. No. You want to have a crack at him? Adam. Yeah, I'll go uh, Jack Sinclair. Well, the bullet. Bang. What was that what? from where? 
said well. Did you say well developed? Mullet. Oh. Mullet. <laughs> Mullet. Come on, boys. Second question. It's also well developed. Danny, if you're playing along, the first mm. question's always who had the most disposals last night. That's so true. Okay, ready? Which, which Frio player <laughs> is older? Neil Erasmus or Giannis? Danny. Erasmus. Uh... Yeah, correct. I'll have to give you that. Yes. Yeah, he's older by six months. All right. 19 years old. Yeah. It says here, Jai is older by six yeah. months. Yeah, and she said Jai, didn't she? She said, said Neil Erasmus. Erasmus. Oh, you're wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we, yeah, okay. Sorry, Ads. There you go. I'm listening right. clearly. Uh, and we, you, you don't get a chance at a 50 50. No, no, so no, no, sure. one to Adam, zero okay. to Danny. All right, ready to go. Which player <laughs> scored the most goals in Thursday night's Geelong Melbourne game? Adam. Oh, he's got this too. You're confident. Adam. Oh, Cat supporter Gary Rowan. Ah, yeah. correct. Gary Rowan could also not play next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bumping his teammate. He, yeah, yeah. No, no, silly. Controversial. Uh, okay. Two to Adam, zero to Danny. Mm. All right, this to seal it. Adds uh, a Perth restaurant was in the news this week after the chef banned what? Danny. Danny. Vegans. That's true. That's well correct. done. She got that one. Two uh, one to Adam. All right. Where is the next F one race being held? So, Adam. Adam, take Adam. a stab. He's, this is guest territory. Uh, it's not Monaco. You've answered. No. no. No, you've answered. You can have a stab at Germany. that. Germany. Mm, no, close. Austria. Austria. Oh, damn. So close. The, All right, next question. That's okay, also ready? a question every week, yeah. Danny. All right, this could be a little bit of a trick question. <laughs> Piss off, Tom. This could, be, this could be a little bit of a trick question. So listen to the wording. In what year mm. were the Frio Dockers established? Oh, Danny. Go. 1987. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's Do you want to have a crack at that, Adam? Eagles a better crack? Game. Just get slightly closer to the mark than Danny's miles off guess? Oh. Um, <sighs> these questions are too 96? No. 94 established, 95 their first yeah. game. We are running out of questions. Yeah. All right. Ready? Come on. Now, this one, <laughs> I reckon... Match point, Ads. Do number... Go on, do number oh, no. eight. Go on, Ron. Okay, how many vowels are in Australian <laughs> Football League? <laughs> go, Adam. Go, Adam. Adam. Okay. Oh. okay, Adam, ready? How many vowels are in Australian Football League? Good question. It's more than ten. I'm going with five. It's more, it's more than... <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> it's not. It's twelve. It's twelve. It's according to this it's sheet that I have in front of me. It's 13, you absolute peanuts. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> you know what? For that outburst, I'm giving it to Ads. Yeah, he running wins. running out of time. Ads, you win. You win. <laughs> never question the quiz master. Never, never call your co-host peanuts, Adam. <laughs> that is the lesson learnt today. Congratulations. $100 to spend at Market City Meats. What a shambles. This oh, beat the huddle is. Yeah, barbecue at Adam's house tonight. Uh, congrats, Adam. You're off to Market City Meats. 100 bucks to spend down there. Saturday morning from the Triple M Towers. If you're just joining us, uh, last hour we spoke to a WA world record holder. Yeah, Phil Gore. What a man. Superstar. One of your good mates, Rono. Oh, just, you know, runners understand each other. You mm. ran 17 Ks. 17. Yes, yeah, so you're doing a K each week. Yeah, I'm going up by a K each what week. What date's your marathon that you're running and where are you running it? That's a good question. It's a long story, but basically I'm going to have to travel to run one because what? there's not one that suits the timing of New York? Uh, no, nah, not that far. Mandra? <laughs> probably, yeah, probably 
very me- uh, Melbourne or Gold Coast. You're looking, like that, you're looking fit and fresh. Well, so I'm good on I you. feel very sore. Hmm. Uh, anyway, let's, we were glad that the microphones weren't on during the news because, Danny, you need to learn how to eat properly. No, do yeah. you know what? That's what bullying. do you got this there? Is, uh, what, what I said earlier, boys being bitchy. I am sitting in here yeah. simply enjoying my breakfast no. in peace because I, believe well, it or not, got in at 6 a.m. Yeah. You two strolled Hold in on, at 7.30. Peace for you, not what? for us because all we hear is... I have a little bit of a residue of a blocked Luke. sinus infection and I'm trying to eat no. my breakfast. Okay, I'll go and eat out there then. <laughs> Bitchy boys. I don't know how Luke, how Luke does it. Luke, if you're listening, text in how bad it is living with Danny and her, her am, eating problem. Mate, I am... There's a group for that. We will talk about this later. Bad Eaters Anonymous. This show's bound... We're like going to be like, um, what was that band that... Had a big split, public Oasis. All of them. Oasis. All of them. Because <laughs> I tell you what, this show's gone downhill very soon. Uh, coming up, we've got uh, some motorsport chat with. Thank Rusty. God, I don't have to talk to you. Chat to Rusty. I've got a feeling Ryan's <laughs> going to be all over the questions today. Oh, so do I. He's been reading Loves his scripts. He's ready to go. Ninety-two point nine Triple M. Uh, <laughs> let's talk all things motorsport, and who better than this man? Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out, and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. He's out and about and everywhere this morning. Our good mate Greg Russ from the Rusty's Garage podcast, which you can get for free, of course, on the Listener app. L-I-S-T-N-R is on the line right now. Morning, Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Morning, my friends. How mate. are we all? Oh, great, oh, very well. Very good. Now, better we're talking to you. you know, oh, mate, can you, can you tell us, <laughs> would Ford have scored a much-needed win at the Supercars round Darwin before that fire in Cam Waters' car? Man, I would like to think so, and a number of Ford fans would have hoped so. So apart, very sadly, after he got that pole position, failed on the car early in the race. That's not Cam's fault or the team's fault. Tickford did an amazing job to repair that car for him for the rest of the weekend. So we won't know. What's happened now, though, is that they've looked at all the results so far, all the different rounds, Tasmania, the Grand Prix, Perth, and so on, and it's triggered a review of the parity between the two marks. So they're going to look into that uh, and see if an adjustment needs to be made. And they'll probably need to be a little bit careful that with signature events like Sandown and Bathurst and so on coming up, that if there is a change, that it doesn't swing the pendulum back the other way. But yes, the sport is looking into it. Now, Rusty, the AusGP CEO, Andrew Westacott, he's due to finish up soon, isn't he? What, in a matter of days? So there's some big names linked to his job. He has done a great great job Mm. um, with them. So obviously in the Melbourne press, uh, Gil McLaughlin, Travis Auld from the AFL, their names have been linked to this in recent months. That's not new. What is new is that the story has kind of resurfaced in motorsport circles. I note that my colleagues at Speed Cafe have been talking about this and trying to, I guess, do a little bit of dot joining. So they're going to put an interim CEO uh, at the Australian Grand Prix Corporation. So people wondering, would that line up with Gill or Travis's uh, timeline, perhaps what their plans are. And then separately, guys, um, Eugenia Rocker, who has worked with the North Melbourne Club and Collingwood, who's been our boss now of Motorsport Australia for, for more than a decade, he's announced that he's going to retire as well at the end of the year. So for the big-time recruiters um, around Australia, there's some, some serious shoes to fill there at the moment. What kind of coin would, would they be getting, Rusty, for that kind of job? <laughs> What, why are you asking, Tommy? Oh, not for well, Tommy's going to throw his hat in there. I just want to know, you know? In, in both cases, um, it, it's deserved because they work incredible hours, right? And and um, when you see the likes of Westy and what he did at the, at the Grand Prix in Melbourne and how hands-on he was, I think he's actually got from memory an engineering background on his CV 
and he was a kind of boots and all sort of leader in that in that role. He did a very good job. Five ten. <laughs> I don't know. Leave him alone. Will you get off Rusty's case, Tommy? Anyway, uh, Formula One, is it time we start calling Max Verstappen uh, one of the all-time greats? Oh, I love how you put a bit of pepper on that Verstappen. Hey? <laughs> um, now, I think if we look just this morning at pure numbers, right, we don't immediately think of him in that league, but we probably should, right? So he's got more than 40 wins. He won at Canada last weekend. That's his 41st. That is also... For this season, his fourth win in a row. He's got a mighty lead in the championship already. In career terms, he's got 85 podiums, 25 pole positions. He's only 25 years of age. So when you hear people like Lewis Hamilton saying, look, you know, providing Max um, is still enjoying it and still wants to keep going, and, and he does appear to be the kind of guy, right, that when his cup is full, he might just pull the pin and, and go. But, but, you know, like to have... Lewis saying, look, there's no reason this guy couldn't go on to emulate what Michael Schumacher's done to kind of maybe make or break the records that Lewis has done. They're they're pretty big statements. All right, that's it for us. Thank you, Rusty, and uh, apologise for Ryan's very wooden Ryan Burgundy question at the start of the the chat. I just read the question on the page, mate. He's still waking up, Rusty. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Get some caffeine. See ya. Bye. The checkered flags out for Rusty's motorsport update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. I just got a text from someone. Yeah. If I'm a part of this investigation, legal action will happen. Oh. It's definitely uh, one of the two bigger dogs at the station because I'm being getting threatening texts all morning mm. from these two men as right, well. Danny, Nick Curios, what's happening? Okay. Netflix have released the second part of their Breakpoint season. Right. Okay. Now, a tennis documentary behind the scenes. Tennis documentary behind the scenes. It's good as well. Like, and if you like yeah, really character-driven good. docos where you're sort of learning about them and all. Mm, Margaret Pomerantz over here. So, so <laughs> last year, uh, Kyrgios in Wimbledon last year, uh, he was up against Stefan Titiapapas. Sitsipas. Titi Apopas. Titi Apopas. So he was up against Stefano and now <laughs> the um, the episode six of Breakpoint actually documents sort of all the emotion leading into that game, right? I have never really watched a Curios game in full to sort of see the big, you know, theatre of it all. and all what, of it. Or what, what everyone talks about. I always sort of knew that he was a bit of a dummy spitter and that he has these big on-court moments, but I'd never sort of seen it actually happen. And I was quite shocked. I was like, wow, I can see why he's brought in a lot of people that might not necessarily be he's very tennis pol- fans. He's polarising. Very. He's a bloody good tennis player and also... It can be a bit of a dick. He's a dick so guy. there's the combination yeah. of the two things. It brings a lot of eyes. And in saying that, though, I think he is going to be one of these game changer characters of the sport. It wouldn't surprise eventually. me if he retired in six months. Same. You think? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Well, he, if he might be he playing could in win, Wimbledon. The, I was going to say he could win yeah. Wimbledon. I wouldn't mm. be surprised. He could retire tomorrow, and I yeah. also wouldn't be surprised. All bets are off with this. Start guy. his own crypto company yeah. or something. Well, yeah. what I found really interesting, right, is yes, okay, you hear all the dummy spit stuff, but he actually goes on about Wimbledon, which is one of the older and historic mm. kind of um, franchises in tennis. Oh, come on. Do you find it snooze? I like the I like the heritage behind women. Strawberries and cream. He just basically goes, I'm not going to conform because I don't fit in anyway. So he's just got this real stinking attitude. Have a listen to this. I'm not going to conform to a bunch of old rules. I don't care who you are or what you are because I know I'm not really accepted. 
I'm just going to diss all the legends of the sport. <laughs> she just selfishly walks to you in the middle of the game, like, because she's a snitch. Like, come on now. I hit a ball in. Right. The old man called it out. It was in. So, so arguably, if the guy was 40, he may not have called that out. What a flog. <laughs> do you think so? The yeah. bit when he's going to diss the uh, legends of the sport doesn't do him any yeah, That's not good. That might be the worst bit uh, out of all of it. Yeah. I think sometimes he speaks before his brain has had a chance to process what the he's, filter, yeah, what he's about filter. to say. Yeah. One triple three five three. All right, we've got four tickets to Frio v Essendon Jeez. tonight to give away. Good seats too. Good seats. I want to hear your dummy spit moments. Right, because Kyrgios is saying okay. <laughs> that I think I get mistaken, yeah. my confidence gets mistaken for arrogance, right? But I actually think he's just a little bit oh, of a, a baby sometimes can happen. on the court with it what can, he says. I'll come clean. I've had one. You've had a one. dummy spit? Yeah, basketball, played basketball my whole life. This is going back about 10 years. I was playing at uh, Loftus Centre, you know, the right yeah, there yeah. in Leadable there. Yeah. Um, and most of my team couldn't play. They'd all sick or had other commitments. So I had to get a bunch of fill-ins. Got my younger cousins. They're all like 12, 13, 14. Not prepared for a game of basketball against men. Mm. We turn up and we're playing this bunch of old dudes, right? I'm talking like 55, 60, like old balls sort of territory, right? I'm right here. You're playing the aged care home from down the road. Yeah, but these guys aren't any good, but they're rough. And yep. the whole game, they're beating up on these 12-year-olds. They're, like, fouling off the ball. The refs are not seeing anything. Yeah, preferential treatment because of their I'm age. I'm trying right? to carry the load, mm. you know, because I'm the Jordan of the team at oh, this point. We lose by a point on a bad call from the ref. Oh. I've grabbed the ball and I've booted it. <laughs> but it's it's rolled out. <laughs> There's a little side door opening and yeah. it's rolled out there and onto Vincent Street. <laughs> I got banned for two weeks. Wasn't Did allowed to play really? for two weeks. Yeah. That's my, I'm, Jeez, I'm so ultimate. composed normally, but these guys got me that night. Those old, They're all half of them be dead by now. Oh, my God. Ryan. Well, good riddance. One, two, three, five, three. If you've had a dummy spit like Rhino's, let us know. Mm, yeah, Tickets are free. Can be with clean. the kids. Yeah. Can be on like a camping Gosh. trip or something. Maybe you witnessed to some other parent. Going man on the side of a field yeah. and a kid's sport. Right. One triple three five three if you can beat that. Uh, four tickets to the Dockers tonight undercover, so you won't get wet. You'll have a great time. Uh, call up with your dummy spits. One triple three five three uh, best dummy spits. After yes. Dan, you watch Nick Kyrgios's breakpoint doco. Yeah, boy, he has some dummy spits, and he actually spat. He got that big fine last year at Wimbledon for spitting. Literally spitting at a spectator. Here's a bit of uh, Kyrgios's yes. good work. Whoa. Okay. Can I say something as well about him that I didn't know until watching this uh, Netflix doco? You find he him attractive? cracks it. No, he cracks <laughs> it at his family and support crew if they don't oh, yeah, stand yeah, up yeah, to yeah, you yeah, at every yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, no, he gets into his own people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If oh. Luke expected that of me to stand up after every disposal... He probably asks you to stay down. You don't even watch the game, do you? <laughs> You're do, off in the, in the bar. Glass of Chardonnay. All right, yeah, Nikki's in Belden. Uh, Nikki, dummy spits. What happened with you, Nick? Oh, well, okay. First, I want to say I'm normally a pretty composed person and I don't normally have dummy spits like this. This I'm is like, a safe um, place, Nikki, a safe place. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> okay, so years ago, um, when I was a little younger, um, my first ever live football game I went to see happened to be at the MCG. Uh, my ex-husband was an Essendon supporter and I was a West Coast supporter. Uh, so he took me to my first game. I didn't realise quite how passionate I was going to get. It was goal for goal. Peter Sumich missed what should have been a goal within 30 seconds. 
of the game ending, which would have won us the game. I was at, obviously we lost, so I went down to the um, down to the gates where the, the you know the players were running off at the yep. chase there, um, clapping them off. You know, I was so disappointed. Yeah. Anyway, there was someone standing beside me with a red and black football in his hand, waving it at the West Coast players and giving them... Oh, you know. no. oh that would have been... Yeah, yeah, it would have been awful. That would have riled me up. Yeah. What did you say to him? I Well, I just saw red and I just punched the ball out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> just the big, <laughs> the big fist through it. All right. Nikki, thanks for that. We'll send you to the uh, the Dockers. Four tickets coming Nikki's way. Oh, sounds Nikki like he's an Eagles just fan. Yeah, punches well, the ball ruthless. Punches the bang, ball out of the just, head. Just straight through. So Nikki can go tonight. <laughs> can wave down to Ryan on the boundaries. It absolutely just pisses down on Ryan on the boundary. Yeah, I'll say. I'll give you a shout out, Nikki. Give me a wave. Four tickets to Nikki uh, coming up soon. Though Bob Murphy from the Fremantle Dockers. We'll find out what's happening with them down there. Yep. And if you want to go to the game, there's still tickets available. Go to the Fremantle's website, buy some tickets, get under the underneath the nice big stands of Optus Stadium, and hopefully they can get a win Fingers against Essendon, 92.9 Triple M. If you have, like, you know, one of those nice cars out there, like a nice one, you yeah. might need to get it clean like Looking Rhino. Looking at you, Producer Sean. Mm-hmm. Well, can... Rhino's got a nice car too, but I was mm-hmm. more looking at Producer Sean and her vehicle. Where do you think you should a... take it? Well, Mad Inc., of course. Now, can I just say, if your car is your pride and joy, Mad Inc. understands that, right? Because they understand what car lovers want, okay? So their attention to detail, the way your car will be spruced up after visiting them, it's just a must visit. Have you got a new car Mm. and you don't want to lose that new car because yeah, you know like yeah. six months later you're like oh man there's like yeah, this, yeah. my car's deteriorating yeah, yeah. no this will make it feel like you've got a new car constantly if, if you're a car lover this yeah. is for people who actually love their cars they are in my re they've got a great end of financial year promo on right now so uh check them out you can uh see on the website just google mad inc down there in my re uh their phone number one three hundred six two three one six. see the lovely team down there Two beautiful now i've been spooking all mm. day so there has to be an investigation into someone here at Triple M. Mm. So you've got to stay with me here. So never have I received so many texts and messages yeah. from some connected people around town. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking people at football clubs, media organisations. I think I texted you at one point. One politician. A politician? A politician. Yeah. And a couple of the heavy hitters of the Golden Triangle Little Network. Uh-huh. And they all said the same thing. How the hell did you let Embers do this? This is not our year, 2023. Though give us what you've got. Test this team. Our fans by our side, no empty seats. And next year, we'll see you at the MCG. I like it. How yeah. come people think you're responsible for what Andrew Embley does? He's got a mind of his own. No, because they know there's no way he could possibly have thought to do that. No, so they all think it's my it? fault. I think it's really good. It is terrible. Now, can we just say, I... I messaged and called him when I knew this was happening several times, and I begged him, please don't do this, Andrew. Don't sing on air. You did it once. <laughs> what was it, six it. or seven it's, years ago? Yeah, it's horrible, right? Here's a bit more. <laughs> I want more. And I'm told, I'm told that several messages and phone calls were sent to some high people at the West Coast Eagles. Oh. And not only did he not get a reply from his good mate, Nick Nattinelli, oh. the others said nothing, barred him. One person in the film clip even gave a finger, right? Listen to him here 
try and talk about some modern-day players of the West Coast Eagles. The fans aren't happy. Shuey had a bluey and then went and done his hammy. McGovern's looking fit, no longer flabby. Nick Nat's getting paid one mil to change the nappy. That's good stuff. And as if that he thinks people stuff. are going to reply to him and want to take part <laughs> yeah. in his music video after that. So this is where... What? Nick Nat's getting paid a mil to change a nappy. That rhymed. The investigation starts. Mm. Okay. So... I get a message from someone at the West Coast Eagles. Okay. Now, let's say they are not a player. Okay. They are behind the scenes and they might be under the pump. Might be your... Adam Simpson. Might be your source, Rhino. Could be. I'm (laughs) quoting. Tom, if you ever want anyone from the West Coast Eagles to appear on Triple M again, you have to let me know who was responsible for this because there is no way that Andrew would ever think of this... Really? Rap. Wow. Threaten has come to Triple M. <laughs> so, being a bit of a sleuth I am, I made a phone call. Straight to the boss, Tim. Sure. Boss? Mm. Tim, was this your idea? Oh, not Kay. Tim. I rang Ember's wife, Katie. <laughs> Surely. Katie, were you responsible for any of this? Okay. She replied, mm. of course not. Whoever is put a stupid crown on his head, I'd like to know too. (laughs) Then I thought, well, I'll ring the the co-host of the Rush Hour. Oh, that'll be it. Katie Lamb. Must be Katie. Has to be Katie. Katie says, I was away when it started. Oh, here we go. That's a clue. It is not my idea. I know who filled in when Katie was away. That's a clue. A bit more digging. I ring Embers. Embers, (laughs) there is no way you are smart enough to come up with this crap. Absolutely no way you came up with this. Here we go. So he said, it wasn't my idea. It was your mate, Danny Shuey, who forced me to do it. Wow. Listen, if you go back and listen to the audio on the show that Tuesday, it was Tuesday the week before last, I specifically said to him, do a rap like he did a few years ago after the 06 grand final reunion. Hang on, to pump the boys up. And the joke was that he would get him in the rooms to sing it before the game, as if he's actually got it. What happened after that is not on me. He completely butchered it. They had a professional rapper come into studio to help him. Then he escalated into a music video. That was not the original plan. I think you need to be careful the next time you're with Embers about what you put out there because he will take it and run with it. And I just want to reiterate, I'm a big fan. Can we play the last little bit again? Uh, Nick Nick Nat one million dollars. Oh, I'll tell you what. The fans aren't happy. Shuey had a bluey and then went and done his hammy. McGovern's looking fit, no longer flabby. Nick Nat's getting paid one mil to change the nap. Funny funny thing is, as soon as it aired, as soon as the music music video aired, Embers was on the blower to us immediately making sure we went pissed off. Apologising to everybody. <laughs> we both of us had five missed calls each and three nah, FaceTimes. It's remembers. your fault. I'm blaming you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, none of that crap coming up next. Was, uh, Bob Murphy <laughs> from wait. the Free Mantle Dockers is on the line next. Big game today, 92.9 Triple M. Just trying to get a hold of Bob Murphy this morning. A few uh, technical difficulties. Be a busy man, of course. I was going to say, they get a lot of work to do, the Dockers, and we'll chat to Bob in a minute, but it's uh, the, this tonight is a big game for them. and it, yeah. We say that every week, but... With the results they've had recently, the loss to GWS, which was really poor, the loss to Richmond, this is, we're starting to get into the territory. The buyers are through now. We're in round 15. We're starting to get to the territory mm. where finals, you start doing the machinations. So they've got 10 games to go. Spifflicated. And machinations, yeah. What? Machinations. What's an machination? No, not an not a machination. Just machination. Machination. What's a machination? The possibility, the yeah. maths, how yeah, it can play out. Yeah, all the different out. scenarios that just could play out. Just talk like normal. <laughs> 
people. <laughs> well, there's machinations. Everyone loves that. It this, sounds this like a, uh, a biscuit or something that you'd buy. Yeah, you're going to get a packet of machinations <laughs> <laughs> from Arnott's. Arnott's machinations. I, I, I would eat that. Um, but it is a. It, this is when you start going, right, if they, if they beat Essendon and then this happens and then this happens, you start working out the math and it's they're running out of time. But we talked about St Kilda at the start of the show. St Kilda look a bit slippy. Essendon themselves are no guarantee to, to hold that spot. You've got the Bulldogs in the eight and you've got Adelaide in the eight. Any of those spots are sitting there waiting to be taken. But then you you have to actually take it. And I think that needs to start tonight for the Fremantle Dockers. Well, they have to win seven of their last 10, which would give them 13 wins yep. to make the top eight. Yep. So seven and three, they have to finish. So um, it's going to be tough for them. Yeah. But they can still do it. They've definitely got the talent. And I'm hoping that a couple of weeks ago in the wet – Set them up of how to play better tonight. Cause yeah, because it's, it's going to be wet. Yeah, they were they were awful in the wet two weeks ago, um, and they've been hopefully training in those conditions. You think so? Trying to yeah, get the slippery balls out, all that sort of stuff. But the uh, the big man's back tonight. Big Sean Darcy, the big unit, and of course the big mullet man from Essendon is out. So yeah, Sam, uh, Sam Draper. Draper's yeah. out. So, so it's a double whack double in whammy. the ruck. So Luke yep. Jackson can go forward, the unicorn, your man. Yep. And big Sean Darcy can just stand there and fend off what Andrew Phillips. Never heard of him. Yep. Just tap it away. See, to me, well. to me, Darcy, yes, he's a fantastic ruckman and obviously one of the best young ruckmen in the competition. Um, but I also think that what he does to unlock Luke Jackson yep. is is more valuable to the team because then Jacko can go be the unicorn, be around the ground, help up forward with the two young guys and have an impact. Hey, listen, I've gone quiet while you guys are chatting footy here because I have been sorting out Bob Murphy. I've had to pull a few strings. I think I think Bob accidentally thought the call was later on. Post-game. 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 9.40 p.m. <laughs> Post-game. 9.40 p.m. After Not 9.40 a.m., but we uh, have him in about 30 seconds. Yeah, hopefully we can get him across. But I think they'll win tonight. And I backed Jai Amos the other week to star against Sam Taylor. I got a couple of texts saying good prediction. Now, well, I went the other way. There's no way it was Jai's fault. Yeah. They were beaten up around the middle of the ball. I reckon they can win some more contests tonight in close. Yep. And we might as well ask the man now, Bob Murphy from the Freeman Old Dockers. Uh, good morning, Bob. Thanks hey, for joining Bob. us this morning. morning. Bob. Good morning, gang. How are you all? <laughs> We're good. good. Hey. We're very good. Hey, Bob, uh, firstly, last week, congratulations into uh, the Western Bulldogs uh, Hall of Fame. What an honour. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much, guys. It's, um, it was good. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a trip down memory lane and got to catch up with some, some old friends and be back in the fold for a night and um yeah but um a yeah. bit of a full stop on my sort of long and dull footy career and oh, nice to be back in no. nice no, it was anything but dull mate you're an inspiration to many <laughs> and uh, one of the better articulators of the game i think you know within the football industry that's, and when you actually, were... that's 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 beyond doubt actually that, <laughs> that is... well you're coming off a lot there's a low base there, there's a low line um bob <laughs> There are some Frio fans who are probably a little concerned right now. We're just talking about we at this time of year, we start looking at the ladder and going, oh, geez, are they going to make it? Uh, what is yeah. the group feeling like this week after last week's poor performance? Yeah, well, it's, it's been a it's been a poor fortnight, to be fair. Um, I'll just, just touch on um, what you, you mentioned about the Frio supporters, you know, having some concern. But isn't that what being a football supporter is all about? Just on game day to feel the butterflies yes. and a little bit nervous Absolutely. and a little bit... Yeah, that, that curious feeling of having an absolute belief in your team and being absolutely sort of terrified by the worst-case scenario. That's what being part of footy's all about. Happens um, for me yeah, week in, week out, Bob. It, it is. We're just, trying to, yeah, we're just trying to play our role and be hard to beat. Uh, 
it, it, look, it's been it's been a disappointing fortnight. Um, but you would have seen the form we had going into the bye. We put a month of footy together that was as good as any in the competition. So mm. you don't lose your ability overnight. So we just need to get back to our best footy. And what better time to do it than a Saturday evening? against the Bombers in front of a parochial home crowd. Now, Bob, uh, Michael Frederick was named to play this weekend after being a laid out last weekend, but didn't seem to be doing a whole lot at the captain's run. Can we can we see Fast Freddy out there tonight, or is there some <laughs> doubt? Fast Freddy, he, he's got wisdom beyond his years because captain's run is not the time to be sort of showing your best <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you just... Yeah, he, he just wants to call his jets, Freddie. But he, he's a special player, isn't he? he he's probably the, the player... I suppose he and Lockie Schultz are the players that I've... It's been a pleasant surprise of um, being an outsider to now watching them play. I think those two players probably ignite our fans as much as any. So uh, looking forward to those guys hitting the scoreboard tonight. Now, Bob, we've got to be quick. We're just running out of time. Have you been doing some work with some wet footballs this week? Yeah, well, I don't want to give too many secrets away, but part part of my job is to get the uh, detergent onto the football. Before <laughs> I hit yeah, I, I mean, I mean, no one's listening. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure the bombers won't be listening to this, but yeah, we've we've, uh, we've had the boys training in rubber gloves and all sorts of stuff. That's Great. awesome. No, they're, they're total, they're total pros. Total good, pros. good luck tonight, Bob. Say uh, hi to Rhino on the boundary. Yeah, <laughs> hope, we hope it rains for Ryan so he gets wet, but not for you, Bob. Uh, good luck. Thanks for joining us, Bob Murphy. Bob Murphy from the Fremantle Football Club. Uh, tickets are still available. So you jump on the website, grab yourself some tickets and go check out the game tonight or you can hear it right here on Triple M. Uh, we are off to the Saturday rub and don't forget double dose of football this afternoon. 92.9 Triple M has been your weekend huddle. See ya. That's it for this week's edition of 92.9 Triple M's Weekend Huddle. These legends will be back next week for all things sport and a cider carry-on. But until then, remember to get the podcast from the listener app.